Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We are live right here on the early line on SportsGrid. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you on this Wednesday morning. Donnie, how are you, my man? Doing good. Win total Wednesday here on the early line as we get that final preview here and let you guys know exactly what we're digging on in NCAA football. And also, Kevin, there is NCAA football on tonight. And oh, yeah, CJ Crone, thank you very much. Dinger Tuesday winner here mm. on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Eight of nine. Basically, Ooh. with the amount of time left in the Major League Baseball season, Donnie could fall off a cliff and still hit Dinger Tuesdays at about a 75% clip. It is as tremendous of a run as we have seen, and I'm glad we made sure to bring up C.J. Crone here. There's also a lot to get to with our 7-7 seven and seven top headlines, and we start with a stunner from the NFL as the New England Patriots released Cam Newton yesterday and officially named Mac Jones their Week 1 starting quarterback. Very interesting, Kevin, and we'll expound on this a little bit later in the show, but the single fact that Cam Newton is now on the free agent market is astounding to me, not because I don't think Mac Jones should be the starting quarterback for the health of the New England Patriots Mm -hmm. franchise. It's just that I thought Cam Newton had a perfect role, Kevin, ready to go with the Patriots to be in that Taysom Hill slash backup role, short yardage situations. But yes, this was a stunner coming out of New England yesterday on cut day. Both Mac Jones and Cam Newton will occupy a lot of time for us in today's Hot or Not. Excited to get to that. Some other quarterback news. This shouldn't have to be in the headlines, but it does because this is how the Eagles operate, officially naming Jalen Hurts QB1. Better late than never here, Kevin, I guess. One of the worst-kept secrets in the National Football League. We all thought Jalen Hurts should be the start in Philadelphia, not Joe Flacco, not somebody they're going to trade for, or even Gardner Minshew. So, Harris is going to take the start here. See if he can get ready and get prepared for that Atlanta Falcons game. Because keep in mind, he didn't play all that much last year. Didn't play all that much in the preseason. No doubt about it. Switching over to Major League Baseball, Xander Bogarts exits the Rays-Red Sox game early with a positive COVID test. Certainly he's not going to help Boston as they drop another game to the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays have now won nine in a row. Yep, we are now into September, and a COVID outbreak on your baseball team looking to get into the playoffs or fight for a playoff spot. Not a good look here. One of your best players exits, so what's he going to be down? At least seven to ten days at this time. So he'll be back maybe by mid-September at the worst time, the worst luck for the Red Sox. No doubt about it. How about the New York Mets? Javi Baez leads the Mets to a doubleheader sweep over the Miami 
Marlins, you absolutely love to see it. The Boo Birds were out in his first at-bat, and by the time he slid home, they absolutely were loving themselves some Javi Baez and Queens. Hey, when some people out there say, you know what, I think sports are scripted, this does not help the narrative when we say absolutely it's not scripted. You can't say, I don't like the fans, let's thumbs down, and then have a massive comeback in the ninth inning led by Javi Baez, and all good feelings are back. Sounds like a Disney movie coming on the horizon here, Kevin. Javi Baez and the New York Mets, with the juice that they were able to grab yesterday, could they have possibly turned their season around? With the most unlikely of tactics, we certainly shall see. Sticking with Major League Baseball here, the Chicago White Sox place their ace, Lance Lynn, on the 10-day IL, not ending the season by any stretch of the imagination as we bring the radio audience into the full fold here. Appreciate all those listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh, Donnie Wrightside with you on a Wednesday morning. But Donnie, as Lance Lynn heads to the IL, he is now dropped off to 4-1, to one, the third choice to win AL Cy Young. Yep, betting markets are going to get hurt by this if you are looking to back Lance Lynn for a Cy Young Award winner. But at the same time, this is what you do with a really good baseball team. You say, hey, you know what? You feeling okay? Hey, hey, Skip, I can go out there and get my next start. But if your knee has some inflammation or if your arm has some tendonitis, sit this one out for a couple weeks. You're in the playoffs. The only goal for the White Sox now, Kevin, is not to have an amazing September. It's to have an amazing Mm -hmm. October and November. Good move by the White Sox. Nip this one in the bud. Moving over to the NBA, a headline that we've known but was, I think, escalated a little bit yesterday as Ben Simmons has made it now abundantly clear to the Philadelphia 76ers that he has no intention of ever playing for the Philadelphia 76ers again. Yeah, this is news that we all knew was coming here, but once you hear it actually verbal and out loud, it's like, hey, what are you doing over there, Ben Simmons? There's a really good chance he's going to be traded by the start of the regular season in the NBA. Where he goes, we don't know, but if Ben has his druthers, he's going to California, Kevin. Very interesting, yes, that Ben added the, I'd like to go to one of the California teams. I think (laughs) when you consider some of the off-season stuff with Ben Simmons, if you're a team in California, maybe you'd pass because you worry about the focus, but also some of the reaction to Philadelphia sports fans who have been trying to get rid of Ben Simmons for years at this point, now being offended that Ben Simmons wants out was certainly a quite interesting situation. We'll talk more about that during Hot or Not. And one other thing we will talk a lot about here on today's show, win total Wednesday. One win total from each of the Power Five conferences from both myself and Donnie in our number two. You will not want to miss this. Donnie, I'm excited to get after it. No, so am I. And this is great because we're going to do this in college football on, and also in the NFL as well, putting some season-long wagers on the line, and we'll follow them all the way through on the early line throughout the regular season to see if we can cash in on some of these overs and, oh, yeah, some unders as well. One win total that has already been placed for Donnie is the Indianapolis Colts over, and that perfectly transitions us to our AFC South preview. That is next right here on the Early Line on SportsGrid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line. Continuing our NFL previews, almost through the door on those after today. Only two divisions will remain. You might be able to tell by now which one we're saving for last, but that's not the point today Mm. here. The AFC South on the docket. And this has been a busy, busy division during the offseason. Carson Wentz comes on over and is now quarterbacking the Indianapolis Colts, or at least is trying to injuries COVID delaying the situation there Julio Jones coming over and joining AJ Brown and the Tennessee Titans the Jacksonville Jaguars land the number one overall pick get Urban Meyer to the NFL and bring in Trevor Lawrence and the Houston Texans well things have been quiet for them no they have not a busy busy division Donnie but one that the Titans are favored to win, and if folks have not been following this division throughout, that is not a status that they held before the Wentz injury news shifted these numbers, but they have maintained their status as favorites at minus 110, plus 140 on the Colts, and then a considerable drop-off to the back two teams. Yes, and I do agree with everything that the FanDuel Sportsbook has listed right now because we did have that neck-and-neck tussle between who was going to be the favorite, whether it be the Titans or the Colts, once they got Wentz by trade. It looked like they were going to take the division. But again, not a runaway. We're not talking about minus 200, minus 250s. They were roughly between those you know, minus 110s, plus 100s, both teams minus 110s for a while. But now as we see the Tennessee Titans here, Kevin, a minus 110 favorite to win the division here odds-wise on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The Colts coming in at a plus 140, Jacksonville at a 6-1, to and a 23-1 to for the Houston Texans. But also when we line these teams up, Kevin, and sometimes we'll mm-hmm. start with the divisions, well, what's their chances to win the AFC championship out of the division here? I don't necessarily like those chances. Are the Tennessee Titans a good football team? Yes. Are the Colts a good football team? Yes. But I don't think there's all that much value in them walking away with the AFC championship and let alone winning a Super Bowl. But here's what you have to know about the division and how tight it is here as we list them because a lot of the times we're going to look at the win totals to say, okay, what's what here? One team's got an 11.5, one team's got a 10.5. Look how close Mm -hmm. they are up top here, Kevin. Taking a look at the Titans, their win total at the FanDuel Sportsbook is a 9 juiced at minus 150. But right behind them is the Colts at an eight and a half at minus 145. So you have that tight race up top, which certainly lets you know minus 110 and plus 140. They're close to each other. But I have to say, as we start off talking about the AFC South, 
nothing really has gone right for a lot of these teams. Now, Jacksonville just trying to find out, Kevin, what they have at their starting quarterback position in their franchise guy, Trevor Lawrence. The Houston Texans just looking to tread water and survive here in 2021 with a win total of four. So that leaves me mm -hmm. with the Colts, the injuries, the COVID, the uncertainty heading into the first couple weeks of the season. The Tennessee Titans sort of flying under the radar, Kevin. And sometimes that's a really good thing. Not a lot going wrong for the Titans to start, and that may be just enough to win this division. And ultimately, the Titans made a move that I felt like a lot more teams should have been able to make, and that was to bring over Julio Jones. I know that people worry about the health. I understand the age is getting up there. He's wide receiver two now in Tennessee because A.J. Brown is a star at the position. And they're a run-first football team because they have one of two running backs in this league that people will actually bring up in an MVP conversation. I don't think I'll ever see another running back win MVP in my life, but people still bring Derrick Henry up in that way. And the fact that Julio Jones now is going to be the third most important thing that people worry about when they're scheming up for an offense is horrifying. And the other thing that people, I think, still, Donnie, have not come all the way around on and I understand to a degree why, but Ryan Tannehill is one of the better quarterbacks in this league. I mean, a reasonable person could call Ryan Tannehill a top five quarterback in the NFL if they're going to simply go off of the numbers that he has put up since he has taken over for this job in Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill was gone through an AFC championship game. So I look at this Titans team and I agree when you consider Donnie with a quieter offseason than what there has been going on in Indianapolis, their status as the favorite makes all the sense in the world to me. At minus 110 to win the division, I understand that. If you want to pay a juicier over nine at minus 150, a make the playoffs at minus 160, it's more than understandable to me to get involved with this team in that respect. Let me ask you, though, Donnie, just to give people a little bit of an update here because you're already positioned on the Colts. Part of that was beating the number, Wentz News. If you can just take people kind of through that process and how you feel with where the numbers currently sit. I, I'm still comfortable with it where the numbers currently sit. Now, you also have to predicate this on lay out the expectations because usually when you take a team total, it's like, all right, if I think they're going to be good, they're probably going to make the playoffs, chance to win the division, and you know maybe make a run into the playoffs for the AFC Championship. I don't necessarily even worry about that so much. We're taking a look at a 17-game schedule now for the Indianapolis Colts, not a 16-game. You're taking a look at the total here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, which I got it. That was 8.5 at minus 145 as a team total. So when you break that down, you just have to be a little bit over 500, Kevin. Nine wins cashes you that ticket. We're not worried about the playoffs. We're not worried about Super Bowls. We're not worried about hitting prop money numbers. You're just looking at the overall team itself. So normally when you say, hey, Look at the disaster, as I've tweeted out multiple times over the past couple weeks, what's going on in Indianapolis. The quarterback has COVID. The quarterback's injured. Your best offensive line was injured. They're trying to rehab and get back on the football field. You do have some COVID high contacts that are sitting out of practice, but still, it looks like heading into the first week outside of T.Y. Hilton, who is going to be a big part of this football team, they're going to be at the starting gate. But also, Kevin, as you said, take you through the process here. A lot of the times you would panic. 
but I'm not really panicking. And why is that? We all knew, Kevin, the start of the football season for the Indianapolis mm-hmm. Colts was always going to be tough, regardless of what quarterback was in, what your health situation was. So if you can navigate those waters of two games at home, Seattle and the Rams, maybe get a split there. Then you go on the road for the Titans, Dolphins, and the Ravens. You know, worst case scenario, you pick one out of three up. Then your schedule starts to lighten over the back end, and you can gain momentum at the same time that you figure Nelson will be much more healthier. Carson Wentz would be much more healthier. T.Y. Hilton coming mm-hmm. back to the offense. If you can weather that early storm, I'm not asking for a lot, Kevin. I'm not asking for 12 wins. Just get me to 9-8, and eight, and I'm going to cash in this ticket. No doubt about it. And this is a team that's continually been able to put up results. We look at the back end of this division. I've heard some folks here on the network, Jacksonville Jaguars unders. I believe both Ariel Epstein and Gabe Morenzi looking at the unders for the Jags this year. Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, a lot of star power in terms of head coach and quarterback. I feel like Trevor Lawrence, the odds to win offensive rookie of the year, shifting due to the Mac Jones recent update, make things quite interesting because, again, this for three years now, has been the guy. I feel like if you're betting pro Jacksonville Jaguar numbers over six and a half wins, you got to have some Trevor Lawrence offensive rookie of the year in your pocket then, Donnie. You absolutely do. And I I always like to joke and we say, what's the high end of the spectrum here? Where's the ceiling for Trevor Lawrence? This football team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Kevin, they won one game last year. So if we're led Hmm. to believe that a rookie now is going to take the helm with a new regime, new head coach, and lead this football team to seven wins, eight wins, or nine wins, now I don't think they're going to get there. I'm not so sure they're even going to get their win total of the six and a half. But if they do, Kevin, not only rookie of the year, but are we looking at MVP? I said, Don, that's crazy. Look at the other quarterbacks in the league. You're telling me a team that won one football game that lost 15 straight games in 2020? And a young kid is going to lead this football team to seven, eight, or nine wins up from one win. He had to play extremely well because that doesn't sound like to me, Kevin, he threw for 3,200 yards, 13 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. That sounds like he played really well. And in a division that's tight with the leader, Kevin, has a nine-win total. If he approaches that, they might even be fighting for the division. Insanity here. Maybe Trevor Lawrence deserves a little rookie of the year money and MVP. Listen, I won't say no now. Everyone, if you know me, I'm co-opted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, basically, as an AEW fan. I'll just tell you this. Those first six games, two of them are on the road, and it's the Texans and the Bengals. Might be some opportunities out there early season for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll talk a little more Texans and player props next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, 
Deals this great won't last. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on Sports Grid. The Houston Texans. Odds to be the worst team in the NFL? Might as well be like minus 110. I mean, this team is bad. Real bad. And the expectations are low. Real low. And throughout this NFL season, you will not only hear from myself and Donnie, but some of the folks down in the pit will have their their voices heard, or at least their (laughs) picks heard. And there's going to be a season-long battle. I think we'll see between our producer, Brian, who I'm pretty sure is on record saying the Texans won't win a football game for the next two seasons, much less this year. But Donnie, over four wins for an NFL team in the Houston Texans? How do we feel about Tyrod and the gang? I mean, when you see everything come down the line, most people will look at the Houston Texans and be like, you know what? Uh-uh. I don't even want to look at it. But that's why there are handicapping and gambling guidelines that we go by. Because value is in the eye of the beholder. A four on a 17-game season? Sure. There's teams that went 0-16 in the past, and you might be looking at one possibly, possibly, that could have an 0-17. But, Kevin, what happens if I were to sell you on this idea that the Houston wow. Texans would be 2-1 and one after three weeks? How about if I sold you on that idea and said, okay, I have the rest of the schedule to pick up two more victories for a push? Mm. Can I sell you on that, Kevin? Yeah. Is that possible? What I what I what I'd tell you is that you've now called two upsets for the Houston Texans because the one of the most telling week one lines available is the Houston Texans being home three and a half point underdogs to last year's yeah. worst yeah. team in the NFL, rookie quarterback Jacksonville Jaguars. That is the thing that I cannot get over, Donnie, is that Tyrod up against Trevor Lawrence is a a three-and-a-half-point home dog to Jacksonville. We always talk about it, Donnie. How many games are you favored? How many games are you underdog? 17 of 17. (laughs) This team is checking in as a dog. Now, here's the best part about it, Kevin, because this is usually your big brain working as we try to bet these things. (laughs) If... The Houston Texans do not win game one at home versus a rookie quarterback <laughs> and a 1-15 football team. Yeah. Do we see any pathway to victory for cashing in or at least pushing a win total of four? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. So in theory, no. why would you just not bet your prop money on game one and take the plus money? Because if it doesn't work out, hey, I understand. Like, hey, well, there's you know 16 more games left on the schedule. But you have a Mount Everest to climb if you lose opening day at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars, Kevin. And if you want to even forget the plus 120, like plus three points against Jacksonville is minus 120. Over four wins is minus 120. Look, man, like, if they don't cover the three, you ain't, you ain't get five wins. That's not – I don't even think Donnie wants to bet that for five wins. I think Donnie's like, no, no, they're going to win four <laughs> games and they're going to hand me my money back. Like, it's, it's a tough scene. I'll say this, though, as we transition over some of the props there. 
there's not a lot of Texans that you can bet on. And actually, there's only one. I wish there were some Tyrod numbers, but there is one Texan, and it's Brandon Cooks for a wide receiver prop. There's a couple of others throughout this division, but Donnie, you and I were talking during the break here. Brandon Cooks, and I mean, I think he might be the only wide receiver actually on this football team. Yeah, you know how you're not supposed to have a very good football season in the NFL? Number one, when your win total set at four for a 17-game schedule. And number yeah. two, when you're saying, like, the sports books are going, particularly the FanDuel Sportsbook, hey, there's not too many viable guys out here we can even hang a number on right now. So right behind the eight ball you are. But I always like to bring in personal equations here into the scenario. We take a look at Brandon Cooks here. 900 yards on the season, so to approach 1,000. He's done that in the past, but he's actually done that in the past with the Houston Texans, which a all-pro caliber quarterback with Deshaun Watson, which he's not going to have. Tyrod Taylor, certainly not the passer that he's seen previously with Deshaun Watson. But I have to say this. This goes into my premises. You guys hear me talk all the time about this on what your props are supposed to do. If I am a wide receiver on a really bad football team, and as Kevin said, probably not favored in a single game this year, you know how I'm going to spend my fourth quarter as a wide receiver? Picking up five passes in this game four passes in this game extra touchdown here extra 40 yards here because when we're down 14 points with three minutes to go i'm going to eat regardless of the final score so when i like to say that me being a you know small time division three wide receiver on a bad division three football team i love the fourth quarter it could have been 35 to 7 i love the kevin because we're throwing every single down so in the prop market for a bad football team's top wide receiver to get close to a thousand yards Give me that. I want that all day long, Kevin. I think it's one of the better numbers we've gone through. He got 1,100 yards last year. The yeah. depth chart is Brandon Cook. I think Donnie might actually be lining up for the Texans this year while he's trying to True. encourage people for over four wins. Like, the, it's only Brandon Cooks. And let me just say this. Tyrod is, like, we're again, we're not talking about Ben DiNucci. Respectfully, Donnie, I know it's been a hard 24 oh, hours for you. Hey, come on. I, we're not talking about Nate Hinton. Tyrod Taylor is a real quarterback who can actually move the football enough to get his open wide receiver the football. I think Brandon Cooks absolutely has some juice there. Donnie, what about some of these Jaguars options? What about some of these Titans options in the passing game here, wide receiver-wise? Because you got a couple of duos on the board. Marvin Jones, DJ Shark, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. Yeah, this is, you know, when you take a look at the Texans, because excuse me, for the uh, Titans, a lot of moving parts here for me because the team is so well-balanced that it makes it hard for me to do because initially mm-hmm. you look at that Tannehill number, 41-50 over 17 games. I, I really have to get down on that. That makes a lot of sense. If they win the division, they're going to be thrown for some decent yardage. They have the perfect offense for me. Good offensive line, two big-time wide receivers, the best pure running back in the NFL, and a mobile athletic quarterback with a big arm. You know what that translated to last year? 33 touchdown passes, seven interceptions. Sensational, but only 3,800 yards. Kevin, if we're anticipating here a running back to possibly approach 15, 16, 700 yards, that means at the end of football games, not only are you salting it away, but during the game, if he's running for 100 yards, how many times are we going to see 450-plus yards of offense from the Tennessee Titans offense? It's it's going to be an interesting thing to break down because I'm not so high on Tannehill, not so high on the running mm-hmm. back position. And the two wide receivers could split up. A.J. Brown at 1,200 yards does sound doable to me, but you still have Julio Jones that's going to catch a lot of footballs on the opposite side yeah. if 
Julio Jones is available for all 17 weeks. But as you try to get into it, I you know, sort of lower the bar the same way we talk about Brandon Cooks and his 900 yards that will be doable on a bad football team. I look towards those two Jacksonville Jaguar wide receivers again. If you're playing from behind in the fourth quarter, the yards can pile up on wide receivers. So you take a look at Chark at 850 and Marvin Jones at 800. I actually lean a little bit more to Marvin Jones at the 800 because usually, Kevin, we would say, okay, DJ Chark has been in Jacksonville. He's been under that same mm -hmm. coaching staff. He's been with the same quarterback. He knows the system. That's not the case. They're both actually coming in, Kevin, on equal footing here because Marvin Jones coming over from the Detroit Lions, it's a new coach, it's a new quarterback, a new regime. They're both learning at the same time. I like that 800-yard prop for Marvin Jones to be able to pick that up. No, absolutely. I think there could be some legitimate opportunities on a lot of the Jacksonville numbers because I think, and this is sometimes the jumping-off point, Donnie, I think Trevor's numbers might be a little bit light. 4,100 yards. And I know, you, man, rookie quarterback, 4,100 yards. 17 games, and they're going to be down in a bunch of them. Trevor Lawrence, I think, probably does break your single-season rookie passing total there. And I think that's something that will then obviously give you a lot of opportunity then, right, Donnie, when we're talking about, of course, your Shark, your Marvin Jones. There's no LaVisca Chenault numbers, but I think that he can give you legitimate production to buoy those kind of guys. There's going to be a 1,000-yard wide receiver on this roster. I, I don't question that for a second. To transition to the Texans, or excuse me, rather the Titans there, I think the Julio A.J. Brown stuff is very difficult to decipher. But the Derrick Henry stuff is something that I'm very much so struggling with here because, Donnie, the, the amount that he has had to work over the past two years is a lot. So if you're not going to back Derrick Henry because you're worried about injury, I get it. But that's not anything based on his career. He's always healthy. He's always available. And, Donnie, these... These numbers are criminally low. He had 1,500 yards in 2019 and only played 15 games. Ran for two grand last year. And his rushing total number is 10 and a half. Last three seasons, 12 on the ground, 16 on the ground, 17 on the ground. Donnie, I, I feel like I'm reading them wrong. I keep opening and closing these tabs on these Derrick Henry season-long numbers. It's very hard because you're correct. We're talking about in the NFL, the running back position is going to get in the more car crashes, as we like to say, each and every week. He had 378 rushes, and he had, what, maybe 31 targets out of the backfield with 19 receptions. He had close to 400 touches in an NFL season. Now we're going to extend it an extra game to 17. He ran for 126 yards per game on average last year, which is sensational. And also keep in mind, I'm not that high on the Jacksonville defense again. Not that high on the Houston Texans defense. I do like the Colts defense a little bit. We're not talking about going up against, you know, the Cleveland Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Baltimore Ravens every single week in the division. Those opportunities will be there, Kevin. But we know running back position in the NFL, you're due to get injured. You're due to get banged up. If we're hanging a number of close to 1,600 yards, everything, Kevin, has to go right. I'm not in the market for doing that. But if I take a look at Jonathan Taylor, the running back for the Indianapolis Colts at 1,200 yards, young, fresh legs, much more doable, quarterback a little bit banged up, control the game on the ground, I think he has a legitimate chance of doing it. I'd rather have his statistics heading into the season of what I think than actually Derrick Henry, who I know is going to have a good year, but can, Kevin, he stay healthy. 
Ultimately, though, the rushing touchdown number on Henry is wrong. He is the favorite to have the most rushing touchdowns in the NFL, yet has a lower over-under than Dalvin Cook, McCaffrey, Nick Chubb. That number should be 11.5, 12.5, maybe 13.5. 10.5 is too light for Henry's rushing touchdown total. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, keep it moving here on the early line. Hot or not is next, but just want to wrap up the AFC South. We've gone through it team by team. Props. But, Donnie, anything else there? Season awards or final thoughts here with this AFC South? I think it's going to be a pretty good top-heavy division, Kevin. You know, between the Titans and the Colts, I think they'll battle all the way through to the end of December. But I guess if we're trying to pick a winner in the division, even though I do think the Colts overall, to me, when healthy, are the better football team, just too many uncertainties here. So I will lean towards the Tennessee Titans with winning the division, which I think goes hand-in-hand with another wager as well. One of the more fascinating markets that we take a look at at the FanDuel Sportsbook, Kevin, is the head football coach to win Coach of the Year. So if we're anticipating the Titans to win the division, make it into the playoffs, hey, how many wins can they get? 10, 11, 12? We'll see. But that will always enter you into a legitimate chance for winning Coach of the Year. So if we take a look at Mike Vrabel, a 27-1, to which is a really nice price. And that's what I love about the coaches' market. You know, there's some guys up top that are a little bit more heavily favored, but you can get a lot of meat left on the bone midway and lower down the circuit Mm -hmm. if you're looking to take a look at one of those lottery-type tickets here. So Mike Vrabel maybe at that 2700 But also keep in mind, Carson Wentz, comeback player of the year, you know, ceremoniously chucked out of Philadelphia, injured last year, injured in the preseason. Now a close COVID contact. We'll see if he can make that start week one. But a 10-to-1 price on a guy again, Kevin. If he plays well, the Colts have a legitimate chance to win the division. So I think he fits that mold of a nice 10-to-1 year, one of those long-shot tickets you can take and hold on and cheer on throughout the season. Yeah, I think the big thing, as you saw us go through the props, though, Jonathan Taylor is the only cult you can bet on. No wide receivers. Wentz numbers aren't available there. It's been a up-and-down offseason for that team, but there's talent on this roster. We know it. And if Wentz can get right, the Colts certainly can surprise some people. 
it's one of the things that has been interesting to follow because I think you're right about Vrabel and what this Titans team can be. And I like this Titans team. I think I like this Titans team more than the Colts. But the Colts were the favorite before the Wentz news. If Wentz is playing week one, that means that there's inherently some value there in Indianapolis because when Wentz was supposed to play week one, the Colts were supposed to win this division. All in all, I'll just reiterate again. Derrick Henry over 10.5 rushing yards. When we go through our final season-long cards before, which probably next week, it feels like Derrick Henry over 10.5 rushing touchdowns will probably be featured on mine. AFC South, very, very fun. Two more divisions to get to. We will get to them. One of the divisions that we'll need to get to is the AFC East. It's a good thing we've waited because there's quite a change in the AFC East as Cam Newton has been released, which means Mac Jones is now the starting quarterback. And Mac Jones, see how this beautifully all ties in, is now putting heat on AFC South quarterback Trevor Lawrence in terms of his status as offensive rookie of the year favorite Donnie Hot or not. Mac Jones should be the favorite for offensive rookie of the year. He's close right now. FanDuel Sportsbook odds update here. Trevor Lawrence plus 400. Mac Jones at a plus 450. Obviously catapulting himself up there because why? He's now the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. He is also a rookie. Same thing with Trevor Lawrence. But when I'm looking overall at a rookie of the year selection, there's going to be two caveats in here. What did the rookie do for the football team overall? Obviously, I think we can agree, Kevin, Trevor Lawrence didn't step into quite the same scenario that Mac Jones is going to step into in New England. So that's going to be advantage for Mac Jones. In the same way we saw basically Ben Roethlisberger, I believe it was back in 2004 with the Steelers, parachute in and damn near didn't lose a single game all the way through the season. I think he might be setting himself up for a Mac Jones very good football team football season. But how do you weigh this yourself when we try to take a look, Kevin, right? If you see Trevor Lawrence... I say he's going to play all 17 weeks regardless. Well, if he gets injured, obviously, he won't make all 17. But if he's healthy, it's his goal to play 17 weeks because you have to find out what you have in your franchise quarterback. That means also that it's not a very good football team, considering with the win totals that we just went over and the, the division that they play in, no higher than third is what we're predicting here. But you should be able to get a lot of yards, and that wins over a lot of votes because a lot of times when you take a look at just a regular MVP in the NFL, who threw for the most yardage, Kevin? Who threw for the most touchdowns? That's what we take a look at. And then, oh, yeah, did that team win? But obviously, if you throw for a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns, it usually goes hand-in-hand hand that your football team is going to win games. Not necessarily the case here with Trevor Lawrence. I still give Trevor Lawrence the nod as being the favorite, just like the FanDuel Sportsbook still has him listed at 4-1 to one as the favorite odds-wise. Mm -hmm. But Mac Jones can do a lot of damage here. This is a win total, Kevin, that's posted at around 9-9.5. to nine and a half. So they're anticipating with Mac Jones to be the starting quarterback to have a very good season. So if they come up short of that, that will be a ding against Mac Jones. I'm still going with Trevor Lawrence at this time right now, so this will be a not for me. I agree, and I think one of the most important things there, Donnie, is that last point. Eight-win season for the Patriots, five-win season for the Jaguars, better season for Jacksonville. When and improved as opposed to a New England team that's supposed to go out there and make the playoffs. So that can work against Mac Jones. I've said that I would have Trey Lance as my favorite if he was named the week one starting quarterback. That's how much I believe in San Francisco. I don't have that same exact belief in New England, specifically in terms of the skill positions here. It feels like a lot of the buzz around yesterday for, say, some of your fantasy football players, and again, this translates 
was on Damian Harris, the run game here. I don't know how many people are all of a sudden lining up for your Nelson Aguilar's of the world. We don't know what the passing game is going to necessarily look like in New England. And even if the Patriots go 10-7 and and get the seventh spot in the AFC playoffs there, and again, a Jaguars team only wins four or five games. Are we going to get to a point though, where people are arguing that if Trevor Lawrence was the quarterback of the New England Patriots, they wouldn't have made the playoffs? If Mac Jones was the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars, they would have won seven, eight, nine football games? I don't think that's the case. And if we're going to get off of the ground here preseason, Trevor needs to remain the favorite. I will say this, though, just again retroactively, but we had said it at the time, the value on Mac Jones at 10-1 to 1 was always there because it felt like he had a chance to beat Cam Newton out, and that's exactly what he did. Seemingly beat Cam out for a litany of reasons. Being the better quarterback, of course, being a first-round draft choice there, not missing a week of practice due to you know messing up COVID protocols there. All in all, Cam Newton, though, Donnie, is looking for a job. The question, though, is will he join a roster before week one, hot or not? I'm going to say not on this one as well. I think it's going to take some time to reevaluate because when you take a look at a team that's ready to open the football season, everybody's been in camp, everybody learned the playbook. You don't want to reintroduce some person. And also, if Cam Newton says he is a starter and there's not 32 teams that have a better starter than I do at this time, well, I would disagree, and I disagree on the timing. If you're coming into camp, you know, July 31st, yeah, you have a whole month to get ready, get in the playbook, earn the trust of the players, go out there and performance in preseason games. But as we like to say, you can't just parachute onto a football team, pick up the playbook in four days, and beat out the incumbent starter who was supposed to start. So Cam Newton going to another football team, I thought he had the perfect equation here in New England. Now hear me out on this also, Kevin, because there's an interesting caveat here on will he join a roster mm-hmm. before week one. I still don't throw out the likes of Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniel saying, hey, look, we had you on the books for $14 million with your bonuses that could add up, but you already got your $3.5 million because I believe it was a $1.5 million guarantee for the season, which you already cashed in on, and a signing bonus of $2 million. We've seen this many times. Cam Newton goes out. You know, I don't think he's subject to waivers, but now his contract is not going to be guaranteed. Do you pick him up again before the regular season at a lower, more comfortable price? Maybe Cam Newton picks up the phone today and says, hey, look, I know I told you I wanted to be released at this time. Really thinking again, I can help this football team win. Could you see him back on that roster for week one in the NFL? That's the interesting one of every team in the NFL, Kevin. If I was an odds betting man, he would be Hmm. back with New England, as crazy as that sounds, even though I don't think he's going to be on a roster week one. But if things were to play out, I wouldn't leave New England back out of the books here. So I understand your point, and I think it's always been an interesting one in terms of how New England could use Cam Newton. But I don't think that's what Cam wants. And that's why the reaction of this news here was was very shocking, but I don't think it was driven by the New England Patriots. Could be wrong. We don't know. We haven't been given concrete information. But it feels like Cam Newton, who put out a uh, you know post the other day on social media saying, don't feel bad for me, I'm all good. Maybe this is what Cam wanted. Maybe Cam still believes that he can go out there and be a starting NFL quarterback. And if it's going to be Mac Jones, which again, I think it makes sense for it to be Mac Jones, then he wants to be able to go out there and try his hand elsewhere. The thing is, I I think Cam's wrong. There's no team in the NFL calling him right now to be a starting quarterback. And that's why this is a not for me, because I think Cam's plan is to sit on the sideline and wait week four, week five, week six, for a quarterback injury and hope that he's the first call. 
But I still don't know if Cam Newton is going to be the first call for these teams there. I do not know if the perception around the NFL for Cam Newton is what Cam Newton thinks the perception around the NFL is. Again, we did this a year back during the offseason, and he waited a long time until the New England Patriots gave him that phone call. Didn't inspire a ton of confidence during that one season in New England here. It's a not for me. In fact, it wouldn't entirely shock me if we don't see Cam Newton play any football this season. Though I think, again, Donnie, you're right. It would have been interesting to see him in that Taysom Hill-ish role with the Patriots here. I want to keep it moving because I really want to get to this Philadelphia 76ers-Ben Simmons debacle. We've talked about this from the jump. The 76ers and Ben Simmons not seeing eye to eye. But things are starting to escalate from the Ben Simmons side of things, Donnie, as he's now made it incredibly clear that he wants nothing to do with being a member of the 76ers roster moving forward. Hot or not, Ben Simmons is right to want out of Philadelphia. Uh, it's hot. It, it really is hot because it goes both ways here. I think the Philadelphia Sixers would like to get him out of town. I think the fans would like to get him out of town. And Ben also would like to get out of town as well. As you saw the reports coming out, I'm not showing up to training camp. I don't want anything to do with the Philadelphia 76ers, Kevin. And oh, yeah, I would like you to place me somewhere in the state of California at one of these basketball teams. I mean, hey, Gold State would be a nice fit. I don't know how he could get to the Lakers, but Rich Paul seems to get everybody to the Lakers. There's no salary cap apparently now in the NBA or to the Los Angeles Clippers. So if we take a look at all those scenarios and what makes the most sense, sure, Ben would like to go there because he doesn't have to be the go-to guy. But I have to tell you, Ben Simmons, the best part about this whole equation is no matter where you go, no matter where you try to hide, you're still going to have to make layups, dunks, and mid-range jumpers in the fourth quarter. It doesn't only happen in Philadelphia. We're not saying like, hey, I can't be in Philadelphia. I actually have to score points and try in the fourth quarter to win basketball games. Boy, if I go to Golden State, I want to try it all in the fourth quarter and I can sit on the bench. Bench. That's the issue. If Ben Simmons had worked on his game enough and had the confidence in close games, particularly playoff situations, to want the basketball in the fourth quarter, we wouldn't be having this conversation anywhere. So him being placed outside of Philadelphia does make the most sense here. Is he right to one out? Everybody wants to be loved where they're at, Kevin. You don't want to hear it from the fans that basically banished him after that ridiculous pass-off where he had an easy dunk over a 6'1", 6-foot guard in Trey Young versus the Atlanta Hawks. It makes perfect sense to leave. But at the same time, the Philadelphia 76ers are not going to have a bargain sale here, a yard sale just to move him for 10 cents on the dollar. They're going to move him for a big package, and we'll see where that comes from. So this stalemate's probably going to go on for a few weeks here, but I do think this stalemate will end, Kevin, before the either A, report to training camp, or that holdout goes in to early parts of the regular season, and then he's moved. I understand the people of Philadelphia and that brass wanting Ben Simmons out. I saw someone yesterday say that Ben Simmons quit on the Sixers, who has catered to him every step of the way. <laughs> nope, none of that's true. This roster's not built to Ben's uh, liking. They paid him because he deserved to be paid. And all in all, they threw him under the bus, head coach and other superstar, when they lost to Atlanta. I, he should never play again, and he's absolutely right to want out. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on The Early Line. An opportunity to talk about a FanDuel Sportsbook odds boost. I cannot wait for our first Sunday of boosts. I'm actually really excited to see even what the college football boosts this week will be looking like. Mm. But there's an NFL boost available right now that you'll only be able to get for about four more hours. So you're going to have to make a decision if you want to get involved. It is a week one money line parlay on the Chargers, the Niners, and the Rams from plus 196 up to plus 250, Donnie, on some West Coast teams to get it done. Yep, I like the start of the odds boost season here in the NFL. We can have some fun with these, but one of these teams, Kevin, is not like the other two football teams. And why is that? Because the Rams are favored by seven points here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. The San Francisco 49ers, even though we haven't decided who our quarterback is, but you're playing Detroit. Slap a minus seven and a half there at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And then we get to the Chargers and the Washington football team. Nice battle between Herbert and Fitzpatrick. Only a one-point favorite here on the road for the Chargers. So if you take a look at this game, it's okay, one point, take it on the money line. It might be minus 120 this time. This essentially, Kevin, is an odds boost based on the Chargers winning, boosted from like plus, minus 120 all the way up, as you said, to over or plus 250 at this point. And I kind of like this because if I have two games I think are going to be in my back pocket, I can't see Chicago beating the Rams and I can't see Detroit upsetting the San Francisco 49ers. But I do see the fact that the Washington football team can hang around there at home and possibly beat the Chargers. But if we're looking, as we like to say, Kevin, as odds men here, I'll take that boost basically on the Chargers to win the football game. Give me that. I'll take that odds boost. Now, I'll say this. Everyone knows this. That. Whenever you have a three-team parlay and you go, listen, well, two of these are already through the door. That never works, and we know this. The thing about this boost, though, is I think it wins. And the one thing that's going to be really interesting with some of these NFL boosts, again, is you're get like, this isn't just some, like, hey, wonky thing. This is, hey, this is a parlay. It should be two to one. Here's 250. Do you want it? And as an oddsman, as Donnie declared us long, long ago, hard not to take it. Vandal offering some good stuff. NFL season right around the corner. Come on back, hour number two of the early line.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.